Welcome to the Overnight Website Podcast, where we discuss and demystify websites from the stuff you see, like design and content, to the stuff you don't, like accessibility and security. We talk about everything you need to know to keep your website running smoothly and make it work for you. This time we are talking about how to stop waiting to make your website. Do it now. It doesn't take very long. A lot of time, my advice to people when they're asking specific questions is to just get started. I myself have often been the victim of my own mind when it comes to where to start something or what to do or how to do it or the tools that you use or what about this or what about that. Figure out if what you're asking is a genuine thing that you're trying to figure out and that needs to happen or needs to be figured out before you can move on. If it's genuinely that you're stuck or if this is just something that you're using to delay starting. We will often put ourselves in this paradoxical place between wanting to get the thing done and over with and then delaying it so we don't have to find out if it's actually going to be successful or not or if it's too hard or you might get stuck. Um, You can go online right now and download my ultimate website checklist. Find out everything you need to know to create that awesome website. Uh, You can go to any number of people's websites and find how-to lists and walkthroughs and YouTube videos and articles and guides and, you know, what, what do you need to know? What do you need to do? But you have to figure out what your reasons are for waiting and what your path of least resistance is and just get it done. You can have everything you'll ever need to know and still not be able to get it done or even get started. So if you've decided to do it yourself, if you know that you aren't forced to do it yourself, but that you've chosen to, to go this path. If you've, you know, figured out your why, figured out, you know, what your roadblocks are and what your reasons are for waiting. And if it's something that you can do yourself, know that you aren't forced to do it yourself until it's done. You can get halfway through and decide, you know what, this is not for me. I am just going to get someone to do this so I don't have to keep thinking about it and trudging my way through my days, dreading knowing that I am just going to end up putting it off some more. If it's like always the last thing on your list to do and you get to right before bedtime and you're like, you know what, I'll do this tomorrow or I'll do it next week. And if it's something that you just can't get done and you had originally decided to do it yourself, you aren't then stuck doing that forever and ever. You aren't, you know, losing the time you already spent on your website. You needed that time to realize that you needed to make the decision to get help. You know, putting more and more time into something just because you've already put a lot of time and money and energy into something that you're never actually going to finish is just more wasted time. That's if you, if you're interested in this at all, it's called the sunk cost fallacy. And it's fascinating that it's, it's something us as humans will do often. And it's something you should definitely look up. It's, it's fascinating, but it's also a common thing that I see with these websites where someone has spent months and months and hours and hours researching, researching things and, and looking stuff up and, you know, trying things and editing and adjusting and they just can't get it right, but they've spent all that time and they don't want it to go to waste. Well, you know what? It didn't go to waste. They're uh, having something to hand somebody and say, here's what I've done so far. You know, maybe you can use something off of that. That's better than nothing. At least you got something. And if it's really not anything and it's just you've been, you know, 
futzing around with this, you know, Squarespace website and it just really isn't anything, at least you've taken some time to try and you needed to do that in order for you to be able to move on. And nothing that you've done has been in vain because now you're where you are and you can make that decision to get help. But whichever way you decide to go, there are a few basic steps to every website that if you do follow them, the only thing that will be standing in your way is yourself. So none of these decisions need to be final or complete or perfect. That's the other huge piece of this. You can take these steps and then decide to have someone else do it. You can do it and be like, wow, this looks like crap. I don't like it. But all of these things that you've already done are going to help the next person who comes along that's actually going to you know, finish your or build your website for you. Um, so all of these things are really good to do. Even if you're going to have somebody else ultimately do your website, this will help in any way, whether it's you doing it, someone else doing it, you starting it and seeing if you're going to do it yourself. But no matter if, even if you just decide to do this yourself, none of these things need to be perfect. Websites are always there. They're always evolving. They're always something that you should be visiting on a regular basis and updating and editing and monitoring. And so none of this needs to be final or complete or perfect. It just needs to be good enough to, to launch to be able to send somebody to. So I've got some steps that I've laid out for you to, to follow like the basic timeline of a website and the things that you absolutely need to have and a little bit about how to do each one. So first, you get a domain. You can have more than one domain. You can pick one and have it redirect. You can do whatever. You can buy one and not like it. And it's like, depending on where you get it, it's like 12 to 25 bucks for a basic one. You can buy one that's more. I mean, you know, if you have a fancy one, but generally they're like 15 bucks. Go somewhere, buy it for a year. That's the whole year that you buy it for. So just get one. You can change it. There's many ways to change it. Even if a website's been around forever and, you know, the search engines have indexed it and all of these technical things, you can change your domain, do whatever you want. It's not the end of the world to switch it. So do your best, pick one that's available and move on. Some platforms, you know, we're, we're going to talk about picking a platform in a second. Some of them will even give you a domain for free for the first year. So if you don't already have one, you know, maybe wait and pick a platform, see if they have that deal. Um, but ultimately it's like 15 bucks. It's not the end of the world. Um, so pick one, Put pick, pick some keywords because there are only so many combinations of words. So you might not get the first one that you want, but you can go anywhere. Um, just look up domain registration and everything will pop up. There's so many places, register.com. There's, there's, there's a million places that you could buy a domain from. So that's first, just get one. That'll help you, you know, you, by the time you do a website, you should already have some kind of branding in mind. You should have a company name, even if it's your own name, if it's yourself. You should have some idea of what your business is going to be so you can then get a domain from that. So you should. there's some pre-work done that you need to do in order to get your website done, and that's branding most of all. Um, so get a domain. Super easy. Don't let it be harder than it is. Just pick one and you're done. Um, it, they don't have as much weight as they used to. So you don't have to worry about having like keywords for search engines. Just pick a domain. That's number one. Number two is pick a platform. So again, just pick one. 
do a quick internet search of, you know, pros and cons of, you know, Squarespace, Wix, and WordPress. Those are the popular ones. You can pick an obscure one. The more obscure you, obscure you, <laughs> sorry, the more obscure you get, the harder it is going to be to get like support or like searching a how-to article. Um, they might end up changing things because they're early on or, you know, they may be on their way out. So, you, you know, there is something to be said to using a popular thing. It's going to be a little bit easier to, to find how to do things if you don't know how to do it. Um, so those are the top three right now. Pick whatever you want. So many website builders out there. There's Webflow. There's there's literally like hundreds of ways to build a website. So just pick one. So if you want to do some research about it, you know, price, ease of use. Sometimes there's free f trials for things. So sign up or there's free plans. Sign up for them. Play around for 10 minutes and then see if you like it. It doesn't have to be, you know, which is best for SEO and all of this stuff. We're just getting your website done. That's yet another thing that we use to keep ourselves from doing the thing that we should be doing. So whatever's going to be easiest for you to work with, start. If you hate it, if you get, you know, two days in and you're like, this is dreadful, then go use something else. You're not locked into anything. And, you know, the sooner you change, the, the easier it's going to be to change it. Um, but whatever's easiest for you to work with and just put something together. And then when you are ready to go all in and have someone create that, you know, dream website, having this place to start is going to be helpful because you're going to then be able to edit it and, and change it from there, see what worked, see what didn't. But you're not going to know what works and doesn't work unless you have something. Now, I love WordPress. I think it's the most flexible tool out there. And I build anything from super easy, basic, you know, out of the box WordPress websites to super custom, you know, complex, you know, really complicated WordPress websites. I love the tool, but it's not the easiest to work with, especially if you've never heard of it, if you've never seen the WordPress admin area, if you don't know what a host is. There's like so many things that need to be taken into consideration with WordPress that, you know, site speed, security, there's a lot of things to take into consideration with WordPress that there's a whole subset of things about what to choose when you've chosen WordPress, what theme to choose, what builder to choose. Do you use a builder? How do you make your web? There's just so many things that if, if you're somebody who is going to use these things to distract you, then pick something easier. Pick Squarespace, pick Wix, pick something that is easy. These other platforms aren't going to require you to understand those all, all those other things, and they're going to help speed up that process. So next, once you've picked a platform and you've tried them out, make sure when you're trying things out, you're setting a time limit. It's 30 minutes. That's it. That's all you give yourself. Set a timer. Once you do all of that, then you're going to write your content. And this is the place where most websites get hung up, the content part. Even if they have someone creating the website for them, there's only so much someone can do without knowing your business. You know your business best. So put together what you've got. It's better than nothing. And then once it's on the page, you'll have a better idea of how everything should be organized, what pages you should have. You can have someone look it over and edit it or improve it. People who write content for you will often have a call with you where they ask you questions and then write content based on your answers. And then we'll take it a step further and you know write even more than what you've answered and they'll do research and stuff. But it all starts from that initial interview. So write out some questions to ask yourself. 
do as much as you can to just get something on the page. The waiting and not thinking it's good enough or right, that's going to be what the problem is. And looking at a blank page. So start with a couple of the basic pages. You have homepage, which I think you should wait on. So don't worry too much about the homepage. You have an about page. You have services and contact. Done. Just put stuff together. Put out what you have. A website doesn't need to have 1,300 pages on it. Just do what you've got. And then that's going to give you a really good starting point, especially when it comes to the next step of picking your design. Um, so you spend some time based on your platform. It's going to be a different process, but you pick one that goes, you know, with your brand. Generally, you can change some colors or pictures, but again, set a time limit for it. Pick a top one, two or three, and then just get started. Um, if you choose one of the easier platforms, it's going to be easier to switch like a theme or, a, you know, you're, you're not going to have to redo anything because you decided to change your your site design. So don't let decisions be something that lets your brain avoid finishing this. Whatever templates or designs are there for you to choose from, a lot of times they'll give you like, here's your site design, and then they'll give you like a few different page templates from that. Pick one and go with it. Go with the one that has the most flexibility. That is going to be more helpful than one that's like pretty one that's really nice that has a great homepage and then you're kind of like now you have to go and design your own about page or contact page well that's more time and more hurdles so whatever is is the most flexible and has the most stuff for you to use based on that that's what you choose and you just pick it and you go with it don't put too much thought into this right now we're talking about doing your website stop waiting it doesn't take that long that's the theme here if you have nothing and all you're doing is waiting and delaying, you need to do whatever is going to get you to at least finish something. Because having something done, I've said this before, having something done is going to be better than having nothing at all. So once you've, pick in, once you've picked your design, you're going to then build out some pages. Start with whatever is going to be the easiest. If you have like an extended CV or if you have, you know, a bio that you've written because you've spoken at conferences, maybe you start with the about page. Or if you have like PDFs of your services that you can easily sort of translate into a page on your website, don't just stick the PDF up there. You're going to want to put it on the page. But if you already have it all laid out, maybe you start with that. Do the pages that are easy so you can have as much done as you can without having to think about it. Then you move on to some of the other pages. Maybe it's an FAQ that you've never really thought about that you want to put up or maybe you have other services pages. You know, create the pages that you need and don't make it more complicated too because this can all be changed. So if you just have a page with a list of services and a paragraph about it, that's going to be helpful to someone wanting to know what you do. Then you can expand on each one, you know, at a time later you can create a whole big you know landing page for your service one at a time when you have some time to do it right now it's just about getting up what you've got once you've done all of your pages then you move on to this next step of the home page so some people think the home page is where you start because it's the first page that people see and i think that's where a lot of people get hung up i think that's what makes this hardest is because they're starting with the home page and they have no direction but this is the first impression and it's where you need to be the most concise and clear about what you put on that page and where to send people. This might even be the page that you change the most depending on how your business focus and you know what you're doing at the time changes. Based on the content that you have on your site, you think about the one thing people should do and then you build the rest of your content around that. 
Um, you can put in some other things on your homepage, directing them to these other places if you want. But the first and most important thing is getting them to do what you want them to do. And this is something that I stress over and over and over and over and over again in almost everything that I do. Make it easy for someone to do something. Don't just throw your face up there with a, hey, welcome to my website. Or, you know, think of all the things we can do together. At least put a button. Some people aren't going to scroll. Make somebody who lands on your website be able to do something without having to scroll at all. That's a call to action. So once you've sort of organized your website and you've, how do the pages relate, then you can start to formulate the the plan for what you put on that homepage. And the whole first half, if not the whole homepage, should be all about the one thing you can do for people or the, the one you know, maybe it's not one service, but it's one idea, like one problem that you solve. It's the one thing that's going to help this person that came to your website and then how you can do that. If the main thing right now is just building interest, maybe you put up a, you know, newsletter subscription form, whatever it is, the homepage I think should be the last thing that you do once you have an idea of how all of these other pages are going to work together. Even if you haven't built the pages out yet, if you've written all the content for the pages, then you can do the homepage. Like you don't have to make the homepage the last thing you do ever, but you have to have some idea of the focus of your business and and what you want someone to do. So a few things, (laughs) don't forget to add analytics to your site. This is going to help inform some future things that allow you to make changes and give you recommendations. And the more data that you have, the better, even if you aren't going to do anything with it yet, even if you have no idea what any of these things mean inside the Google Analytics dashboard, get the code from Google and just throw it on your website. Where you put it is going to depend on your platform, but add it to the site because it's going to help when it comes time to really dig into a website and and build it out to be that dream website, this is going to be a huge thing to have. So you may not have the website of your dreams when you're done with this, but you will have something you can improve on, something that you can make changes to as you go, something you can redo and use as a starting point, something you can check off your list. And this is going to help you communicate your offers and have some control over your content and a place for people who are interested in you to learn more. They can stay in touch. They can sign up for your emails. They can bookmark it. They can come back. Whatever else you offer them, this is going to be the central place for you to have everything. Even if it's just like, you know, having the social media links in your footer, you can send them to other places. It doesn't have to just be this call to action that you send. You can have other things on your website and it's a place where you sort of like, gather everything and it's going to be the main thing that you have control over. You don't have to worry about like algorithms on your website. It's your website. You could do with what you want. You may, you know, take search engine optimization into consideration. Maybe you take other things, but like ultimately this is your thing. This is your little space on the internet and this is where you can start. So it's not a matter of getting it done to perfection. Just get something out there. These are just the basics. This list is not exhaustive. There are so many things you can do once you've gotten this first step of just moving past the block of not being able to get through to having a website. I have a complete guide of all the ins and outs, all the steps involved in in this process. You can download the ultimate website checklist at overnightwebsite.com slash checklist. 
If you're procrastinating, do the things that I've talked about first. <laughs> then you use that checklist to make your website awesome. If you're having trouble with any of the steps above, you can use the checklist to help with that step since it's going to go into a lot more detail. I didn't want to you know, flood this with so much detail and make this, you know, seven hours long and give the procrastinator something to procrastinate with. Um, so use the checklist to your advantage. Don't use it as a yet another thing that you download and collect like I was talking about at the beginning. There are so many guides and so many things out there. If you choose WordPress, there are so many things out there about WordPress. If you choose Squarespace, there's so many things. It's We have so much stuff that we can, that's at our disposal now that you can download and save on a little folder in your, you know, in your desktop. But so don't, don't use this checklist as another reason to, to read through something and learn before you start. You don't need to know anything. You just need to know the minimum of what you need to know. So if it's Squarespace, you need to know how to sign up for an account. You need to know how to create the pages and then how to publish. That's all. Maybe how to use the tool, how to jag some stuff around. But you don't need to know all about all the other stuff. Don't use that stuff. Use that. You can look up that stuff because you're interested in it or because you already have your website done and you're interested in, in improving it. But don't use all of these other things to distract you. Get a domain, pick a platform, write your content, pick your design, build some pages, build out that homepage, add your analytics, launch it. You're done. That's it. Check it off the list. Take it from there. Don't forget about it. A website should not be forgotten about, but it doesn't need to be perfect. Overnight website is a quick and easy way to get a hassle-free website built while you sleep. You have better things to do than plan, design, build, and launch a website. So give your ex audience exactly what they need when they need it with a targeted website. Whether it's putting up a new website or replacing that embarrassing one you already have, just get it done. You can learn more at overnightwebsite.com.